I was driving home and listening to John Oakley talk about the fact that uh, Roy Halliday's plane crashed into the Gulf of Mexico. And it's such a sad story because so many people in Toronto have great stories about this uh, former Blue Jay. Chris, you were telling me that you had, like, season tickets somehow. I had this Toronto Star season pass, which was the best deal in sports for a long time, where you could spend $100 plus tax and then get tickets to to any home game as long as you showed up. I think it was within half an hour of the first pitch, and you get the uh, uh, half an hour before the first pitch, and you got the best available seats. So I was landscaping that year and all my buddies would you know leave work head downtown and get to a game a lot of the time we would get there late if Halliday was pitching we were probably going to miss most of the game and I can remember showing up maybe 20 minutes late for a game and still only watching like a 90 minute ball game seriously he was that good eh? yeah it, it was honestly and and now that I look back and reflect I've probably seen him pitch more than I saw anyone else because I had that pass at that time, at the time that he was playing. Look, I'm not going to lie to anybody listening to the show. I'm not a massive baseball fan, but, you know, what I hear about uh, Roy Halladay is that he was an all-around great guy, did a lot for the city of Toronto, and people who loved baseball equally loved him as a person because he was just this incredible uh, guy that was so focused on doing the right thing, whether it be on the baseball diamond or off the baseball diamond. So it's such a tragedy. Keegan Matheson is the is a reporter covering the Blue Jays for Major League Baseball at MajorLeagueBaseball.com, and he's joining the show right now. Keegan, welcome to uh, the show. Thank you. Listen, I, I, there's talk now that Roy Halladay absolutely deserves induction into the Baseball Hall of Fame. And I understand that he's really not eligible for induction until 2019. Maybe just walk us down on, you know, why he he should be in that Hall of Fame. Well, when you look at Halliday overall in his career, uh, starting out in Toronto, where he was for the majority, uh, for a long time, he was one of the best pitchers or the best pitcher in the league. Now, during that time, many of the Blue Jays teams just weren't that good. So he didn't get as big a, a play in the American market as he probably should have. Now, that all changed when he moved to Philadelphia for the last few years of his career, had some great success there. And I, I think everybody knows uh, you know, the greatness that he was on the mound. Um, some of his career statistics uh, stand up incredibly well against the all-time greats. And Can you give us some stats a- off the top of your head? Yeah, the, the, the number of innings he pitched, uh, he still has the most complete games, I think, since 2009, even though he hasn't pitched in a few years. Uh, he was um, so incredible for his ability to throw complete games and work longer than anybody else. And, you know, two Cy Young Awards, eight All-Star games that he appeared in, uh, it, it's very rare. So when he comes up for you know, a nomination to the Hall of Fame in a couple of years, uh, you know, I hope he does get that nod. If not in the first year, you can still stay on the ballot for two, three, four years beyond that and get more votes. But uh, I think he's worthy not just for the, the player he was, but the person. Who votes on who gets into the Baseball Hall of Fame? It's a, a group of writers that do vote on that every year. It, it can change a bit from year to year who does have a vote but it's uh, the, the Writers Association that covers the game. He, he becomes eligible for induction in 2019. Who could you see beating him in? Because, I mean, you know, when you talk about he is arguably one of the best pitchers ever and he's got these amazing stats, why wouldn't he get in? Like, who would beat him? Yeah, he really should. Now, you have to get up to a certain threshold, I think 75% of the votes to get in. And over the coming years, you'll see the other big names like Derek Jeter, uh, Musina, some of these guys coming in. 
And you know, Roy Holiday might need to, you know, if it's not year one, maybe he finds that niche in year two and gets in there. But you know, being in Toronto, he may not have as many wins all time as a lot of other pitchers, just because he didn't have the most help around him all the time. But you know, I think his uh, other performance uh, stands up against that. The big moments, a no-hitter, a perfect game, I think that's really going to stand up for him. And if not on his first attempt, uh, hopefully uh, in the, the following attempts, he should be voted in and th- there should be plenty of support for him because uh, I don't think you, you'll ever find anybody that has a single bad word to say about Roy Halladay. So right now there's a push that he deserves to get into the Hall of Fame now. What are your thoughts on that happening? I'd love to see it. I, I don't know if they'd, if they'd be changing rules. Of course, it's very much steeped in tradition and, and not bending. But I, I do understand there is a push to expedite that. And I, whether it's tomorrow or a few years from now, I, I, I would love to see him uh, get any vote he can. And I, I think he represents being a Hall of Fame player and a Hall of Fame person. Really well, be a great example. There is precedent. According to uh, an article that I'm reading uh, from uh, New Jersey, Uh, They say that Roberto Clemente remains the only baseball Hall of Famer that didn't have to wait five years for induction. The museum and voting body made an exception after his death in 73 to waive the mandatory five-year waiting period. And the same they think, because the precedent's been set, uh, has been done for Halliday. And unfortunately, Roberto Clemente died very similar circumstances as well, tragic when he did. And and he's, uh, you know, another similarity to Halliday. He's considered one of the great people to play the game. The Roberto Clemente Award is is given out every year to recognize that for community service and work around the game. So there, there is precedent. You know, it, it is a while back, but it's uh, certainly something that will be discussed and, and pushed for because, um, you know, to put it simply, everybody loves Roy Halladay. Mm-hmm. It's uh, right across the board. So anybody who can support that, I think, will. I want to ask you about the Blue Jays. You know, he what I found amazing yesterday when you're, you know, hearing the reports on, you know, what kind of a guy he was is that he decided that he wanted to sign a one day contract with the Jays so he could retire as a Blue Jay. Um, how hard would it be for them to retire his number? And should that be something the Jays consider doing now? Well, it wouldn't be difficult to do. It's just as much as a, a decision, you know, I believe. A lot would go into that, of course, in, in ceremony and retiring that. But I, I would love to see that. Uh, you know, baseball and baseball fields are so good at commemorating their great players. You can do that with statues. You go to so many old baseball parks and you see these beautiful statues surrounding the park. I think that would be incredible. You can have Roy Halladay Boulevard out in front of the, the Sky Dome. It, there, there are a lot of ways to do this, but you know, maybe when the Philadelphia Phillies do come to town, I think that would be a great opportunity. They're here once this upcoming season. But um, I'm, I'm sure something will be done because he's a, an absolute giant uh, in this franchise in Canadian baseball, and uh, you know, it's, uh, there's, there's no honor too large for him. Well, you know, you've given us a lot to think about here because I was just going to ask the question, should he get into the Hall of Fame and maybe uh, jump off to should we be uh, should the Jays be retiring his number? But, you know, you, you bring up statues and street names and that gives us a lot to think about. Yeah. And, and especially when you go to some of these classic ballparks, if you're around Boston or around the, the great ball field in San Francisco and many other places, the statues of their great players. It, you see it in other sports as well, but it's something I've always associated very closely to baseball. And you know, the Blue Jays, uh, you know, they, they don't have any of players outside right now, but uh, you know, what a great tribute that would be. Or anything that you can do to honor Roy Halladay. And 
you know, the work that he did around the field. He had something called Doc's Box, a luxury suite that he would bring kids from the sick kids hospital to home games as well. So I'm sure there's plenty of opportunities there to kind of, you know, not only honor him, but continue the legacy work that he did in the charity. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your time today, Keegan, and uh, I'm going to let you go, but thank you so much for this conversation. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Oh, my pleasure completely. Thank Cheers. you. Cheers. Uh, Keegan Matheson, MLB reporter covering the Blue Jays at MLB.com if you want to read some of his columns. Nice guy.